Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Podcast. It is your host, David McKaig Jr. The Game Sports Podcast is powered by 91N. That's 91 Network. Head on over to the 91 Network YouTube channel. Hit subscribe and make sure to check out all the great content that is featured on 91N, including, of course, the Game Sports Podcast. If you are currently doing a podcast or you're interested in doing a podcast, you can email 91NetworkSSM at gmail.com. To have your podcast aired or join the community of 91N today. The Game Sports Podcast has its second episode of the week, and this is technically the Wednesday edition. Either way, whatever way you look at it, second episode, the Wednesday edition. We're very happy that you're able to join us. Make sure you hit like, follow, and subscribe on all platforms of the Game Sports Podcast as well Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you're listening. The simple like, the simple follow, as well as, as the subscribe goes a long way for us as we bring you this electrifying content on the game as always the game sports podcast been around since january 2016 we definitely take a lot of pride in that that term of service for you and speaking of that term of service there's someone that is a sponsor of this particular segment that we're doing that sports center bar and grill sue st Marie ontario's best sports bar over six years in a row voted sue's best wings look Great wings, great sports atmosphere. The original home of the Game Sports Show, we were titled now the Game Sports Podcast, of course, where we actually recorded our podcasts on a phone, on a cup. Now, of course, you're hearing us and viewing us in a much different way, but we always give love to to Sports Center Bar and Grill, and still a sponsor of the Game Sports Podcast. And as I bring them in, you know what that means? That is meaning that we are talking football. And on this episode of the Game Sports Podcast, before I introduce the co-hosts and the agenda, this will be a one-segment, pure football, commercial-free segment for you, okay? Football, you're in for a treat. If you're looking to hear any other sports, we'll have to table that to our next edition of the Game Sports Podcast. But let's bring in the co-host joining yours truly this evening. I'm going to go first. To the one and only fellow Toronto Maple Leaf fan, first hockey reference of the of the segment, Justin Heichel. Justin, my friend, how's it going? That's, um, I'm doing better than the Leafs. That's uh, we'll put it that way. <laughs> That's a good way to segue it. Now, Justin has the great background. I just see if you're on video. If you want to see his background, you'll have to be on 91 end to see it. But he's got the X-Wing. He's got the Joker. I love all of that put together. I tried to try to copy him with mine with the Death Star over here with jerseys. But you got to give credit to Justin. I love his background every week. It's the great. Do- the dog's in here somewhere, too. I don't. Uh, I can't see her in my camera shot, but uh, I think she's on this side here on the floor. Oh, oh, she should jump up. She hangs out with you when we do the podcast. That's so cool. Now, going all the way across the border which is not far at all. I make it sound like it's far away. It is not. I believe he's about four hours from Sioux, Ontario, Sioux, Michigan, I don't three, whatever it may be. The one and only, he is a Cleveland Brown fan, still representing the hat. Gotta love it. And he's also a pristine and fantastic car salesman. But I'll let him tell you himself. The one and only EJ Russell. EJ, how's it going, my friend? Yo, what's going on, gentlemen? Happy to be here as always. Talking a little football today. And, uh, yeah, I got to rock my Cleveland Browns hat. I think it's been a while since I've done any show without repping some form of Cleveland gear. I usually do. Uh, Happy to be here. Car sales are good. Uh, I don't know if I'd say pristine. I Actually, it was funny. I was talking to a guest there. It's funny you used that word because they were talking about how bad and cheesy this last car salesperson was because everything was pristine. And that was the word <laughs> they didn't want that they didn't want used. So it's funny that you used that. But uh, happy to be here hanging out with you guys today. Now, EJ, where can, if someone wants to buy a car, I'll let you have the plug, of course, at the beginning here instead of the end. I think it makes more sense. Or if someone wants to buy a car, I'm a Dodge Ram guy. I have a Dodge Ram. Okay, so I didn't buy it from EJ because I bought it before EJ, I believe, joined us there in Escanaba. But or else I would have made the trek over to the United States. That I assure you, if, if as long as it follows legalities, Canada states. But anyways, EJ, plug yourself. Where can they find you if they want to buy find a vehicle? Uh and just to correct you, Dave, Dodge and Ram are their own separate brands now, just to be clear. So you drive either a Dodge or a Ram. You do not Ram. Dodge Ram anymore. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sure all the other Ram owners are really proud of you right now. Uh, yeah, if you do need a car, you can give me a call at 906-217-2705. Uh, I work at Riverside Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Escanaba. Happy to help you with any used or new car needs. Uh, again, give me a call 906-217-2705. 
And you could talk sports with the guy. Now, and I can talk do, a little sports. Don't don't argue with him. You will lose. But if there's one topic that I encourage you to bring up, it's shootouts in the NHL. <laughs> we already know that story here on the Game Sports Podcast. We won't get into that. Fellas, now I'm just going to state the agenda. I've already talked about the opener, so very simple. We will be talking football for the entirety of the show today. We're going to have one segment, commercial-free. It is considered our in-the-pocket segment. Obviously, there wasn't an opener with me like I usually have. We wanted to keep it simple and keep it just football today because of all the news that we want to share. But if you want to look, hear, see, listen, anything like that, we had a show earlier this week with myself, Alex, and Dane, and we went off on a lot of hockey topics. And I also had an opener segment where I uh, discussed uh, more so around, uh, of course, basketball and other sports in there that you can certainly enjoy to hear from. So make sure if you want to hear from that, listen to this episode first, then go over to that. But you may be got directed here to the audio or video from TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. Look, over 70% of the people that view our TikToks, which have a great viewers, we love it. We love the interaction. Over 70% of people that look at the views are not following the show. Look, if you are new to this podcast platform, I don't want to sit here and give you a wide sales pitch. I don't need to give you a sales pitch. I'm going to let our talking do that for you. But the Game Sports Podcast has a proud member of myself, but we have 12 other members a part of this family. And you can see the game as EJ pops it up on the video there. That's the Game Sports Podcast on TikTok. At the Game Sports Podcast. Instagram, TikTok. You will not miss out on any news, topics, and sports. Just fun interaction. We're different than the others, and just follow us to see why. That's what I'll tell you. But we're talking football, and we're going to go all over the place today in terms of football, talking about this past weekend a little bit because it is a little bit dated, but we got some talking to do with it, uh, obviously with the divisional round, the divisional playoff, and, of course, the conference championships this weekend. If you're a Lions fan, uh, I'm going to give the listeners this. Right now, a lot of old uh, faithful listeners of the Game Sports Podcast, I have talked to Paul Van Wagner Jr. Uh, he he plans to come on for maybe a Super Bowl preview show. I've kind of thrown him under that. So uh, hopefully the Lions are one of the teams in there. That'd be great. Uh, former um, the late Scott Nason co-founder he's a big lions fan i know he's smiling down right now uh and of course butch davis i, I plan to connect with as well get some of the original ogs and yeah, get butch on for football. one of these yeah it would be it'd be fun we plan a lot of big super bowl preview shows but this weekend we're only going to talk about of course the uh the conference championships but then there's some coaching news that we want to get to some breaking news that came today across our desk and kind of it's not a surprise it's something we've been talking about for weeks you can check our clips but all football here for the first segment. There's a lot that we went into in this first eight minutes. A lot of all over the place to educate listeners. That makes up for not having an intro to the show. EJ, let's go first. I want to go to you. You you shared the news about Jim Harbaugh. Join now. I want to say it as a joke because I say it every week. Joining the San Diego Chargers. It's not. It's the Los Angeles Chargers. I to make sure I say that, but I like saying San Diego because it just it just feels right. He leaves Michigan after a successful year, wins a national championship. Not surprised, but I know we talked about him maybe re-upping in Michigan, be one of the highest paid coaches in national in, in, in the college football essentially ever. But he leaves to join the Chargers. Your thoughts? Why, why the Chargers? Why not another team? Why Harbaugh? Why did he do this? Educate us. So the news broke within the last hour uh, via the NFL and ESPN. I got two different things. Um, sources have told Adam Schefter that Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan football to accept the head coaching job with the Los Angeles Chargers. And uh, Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero, and Mike Garofalo were also reporting that the Chargers are set to hire Jim Harbaugh as the next head coach. I think everybody and their brother knew that, that Jimmy wanted another crack at the NFL. Uh, I think he's been chomping at the bit to get back there. I think that this is a bad career move for him. I mm. think he was going to do a lot better uh, or will do a lot better in the college ranks than he will as a professional coach. And many people go, well, he did get to the Super Bowl the last time the Niners and the you know Niners Ravens, the blackout game when the lights went out. You know, he got there. He got to the Super Bowl before he could do it again. Look at every other year after that, though. It was a continued downhill slide. And that's a reason why a lot of these great college – there's a reason that a lot of these great college coaches don't work at the professional level. Nick Saban failed in Miami. Urban Meyer, disaster in Jacksonville. Right. And now Jim Harmon is going to go and try to replicate that. 
I don't like it. I don't think that it's a good move for him career-wise. I don't think it's a good move for the Chargers uh, as an Ohio State fan. See you later, Jim. Adios. Good riddance. Uh, I think bad move for Michigan and uh, bad move for Michigan football. Justin, we suck again. That's the meme I, I kept seeing a lot with Michigan. <laughs> I, jokes aside, I, I, you know, I think it's definitely going to be a transition year for Michigan, but Harbaugh going to the Chargers, it's – Gets Herbert there, uh, Hebert. Sorry, so whatever. I'm not going to cut penalize myself for name. Justin Herbert. I'll do Justin it. Hebert. It's Herbert. <laughs> Herbert. <laughs> uh, name pronunciation today, but Harbaugh joins the Chargers. What are your thoughts? I, I honestly think the the big beneficiary in all this is probably Justin Herbert. Um, maybe get someone that speaks quarterback, um, and we can <laughs> and we can honestly though. I mean, Harbaugh just... was a quarterback both at Michigan and professionally. Totally like forgot he's that. Just, if, the, if Harbaugh's shown one thing in the NFL is he can probably maximize what he gets out of the quarterback. Unfortunately, the last quarterback yeah. he had kind of went into business for himself and CM Punk to the NFL. Um, so, uh, it, honestly, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I, but I, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I am still kind of leaning to EJ's side and that these superstar college coaches are kind of superstar college coaches for a reason and yep. doesn't that their shtick doesn't work in the NFL. That's it almost seems like he because he joined Michigan to try to right the ship, right? It took time. It didn't didn't come overnight for him to win a national championship. I don't have it up and don't and people are gonna at me for it, but I believe it was about five years or so he's coached Michigan, if not uh, maybe a little bit more, give or take. But there's a coach convenient that, timing to leave on that whole sign stealing thing to whatever. Yeah. Right. There's that. And obviously getting the win, getting the, the championship, you think of it, okay, what do I have to accomplish here? Well, bunch asked Saban that question. You know, it's, you have success there. Why leave? You know, there's, there's an opportunity for you to be a very high paid college coach. You're in a good position, but you want to maybe bring a challenge to yourself. I get it. It's almost like today's jobs, right? Where you have our parents that wouldn't leave a job because they're doing well. And now people do leave jobs more commonly given today's society because of the room to grow and different jobs being made and the avenues being made. And I use that as an example because Harbaugh, who was in the NFL prior, goes over to college football, has a lot of success in college football, brings success back to the University of Michigan. The big house is loud, right? The, they win the national championship. They, he now wins that national championship. I don't think he fully remembers the championship because he looked absolutely <laughs> out of it. Uh, when he Because he's a psycho. <laughs> but besides that, he takes the jump over to the Chargers and contract details and everything will be fully released and confirmed soon. We, we're not going to bring that up right I, now. But I, there's... Well, I think it's, it's out there, but I honestly think he was going to make more in Michigan. And I will say this, Dave, this was shocking to me because it doesn't feel like it's been that long. He's been at Michigan for nine years and had an 89 and 25 overall record. Wow. Nine years. Okay. So good thing I I said five years, give or take. It didn't feel like it it felt closer to five than it did 10. I'll tell you that. Not that I want to mention this on air, but like anything to do that involved during COVID feels like everything is shorter than what it was. Uh, was Two and four that COVID year, just to remind Michigan fans. Yeah, there was... (laughs) I gotta be There's honest. A lot. I might, I might still own the jeans I have from the last time he was in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the the Levi's, the yeah. Levi's. I didn't, I didn't what jeans were we talking about on this show? So I don't want to get sidetracked. Oh, but the, we were talking the, about the jeans. Will, the Will Levis five hundred ones. Red tag Will <laughs> Levis. No Levi five hundred twos, thirty eight by thirty two. That's how you wear them. Oh, I got I actually got that in the closet. I don't got the beige ones. I think we looked at beige ones. I think they were beige, weren't they? Were they or were we talking about regular Levi's? I can go get you a tan pair of Levi five oh twos right out the closet right now. <laughs> I have like eighteen <laughs> pairs of these pants. Oh, they're good pants actually in the winter. Good quality pants too. Um that aside. Harbaugh joins the NFL, joins the Chargers. I think he's joining a team that it doesn't like it. It doesn't need like a retool, right? Okay, it, let me rephrase. It does, it does, but it's not like it needs to get teared down and restarted because you have a good quarterback, you got a good running back, in my opinion. I think the receiver, I think the offense is fine in general. Fine, it needs a bump, but I think the defensive side of the well, football. On the defense, they got Bosa. They have Khalil Mack. They have pieces. 
I just think the Chargers yeah. would benefit from some consistency and leadership. Mm. Honestly, that's they have they have pieces. The guys just have to do it. Except having to learn new playbooks every fucking year for the last however many years hasn't worked out great. And honestly, I don't want to get into too many other coaches because we talked about it the last couple of weeks, and who knows? Uh, obviously, this is a pre-recording for us, and it gets uploaded within 24 hours after. So, obviously, all relative content. But at this time, when we're talking, Bill Belichick hasn't signed anywhere. There's other coaches being interviewed. You know, Klingsonberry is getting interviewed. This guy is getting interviewed. You know, the, this guy is getting let go. This guy, the, things are going on. So we don't know where Bill Belichick's going to go. It does seem like the Atlanta Falcons are front runners in terms of this really strong desire to have Bill Belichick. And as one of the Game Sports Podcast's own Dane Hantro said that. Bill Belichick owes the Falcons <laughs> after that 28-3 comeback. Jokes aside, I don't I didn't predict that being a fit. And pretending if he does sign there before we upload this or even after, I still don't see the reason why Bill Belichick will go with the Falcons. EJ, maybe you can shed some light on that. I know it's a job, but I feel like there's other teams that could be more of a fit for Bill Belichick. And I don't want to pinpoint those teams and directly right now maybe the chargers were one of those teams but going to the falcons i just feel like despite how good of a pedigree of a coach he is i, I for him for bill why the falcons so i think when you look you know i actually think uh, bill belichick should take his ball and go knock on the door at uh the naval academy i think he should go to navy and coach them uh for the <laughs> remainder of his career he's got navy ties that's where you know he got started with his dad i think that'd be a good place for him to go oh that's cool um yeah, it'd be yeah. cool to see him go do that in college and then, then given back to his country it'd be great for him uh that's be cool. very rewarding no matter what the record is there uh but the atlanta falcons i think the intrigue there is the division that they're in that division has been up for grabs you know every single year over and over and over again even back to when drew Brees was there you know, for a good eight, nine consecutive years, no team won that division two years in a row. And it's always been kind of topsy-turvy. And, you know, a lot of people looked at the Falcons with B. John Robinson and the young talent that they do have there, Kyle Pitts, and people go, wow, there's a lot of good bones here. But it's in a division where I think things have weakened. And I don't think it is a very strong division. So he doesn't have to produce the best team so quickly to take over that division. You know, Tampa, eh, they were okay. The Saints, nothing to call home about. And the Panthers still look like they're in a project uh, of their own. Uh, I, I think the Atlanta Falcons make a lot of sense just because of the ability for him to have quick success with the team. I, I think that that's certainly like a likable aspect when you look at a team like the Atlanta Falcons, right? You go over to the Chargers and you look at the AFC West and things are a little bit different out there. And it's, you know, I don't see Bill Belichick as a West Coast type of guy. Uh, So I think Atlanta does make a lot of sense. Um, I don't think it's a good fit myself. I think he should either retire or go to Navy. Those are my two personal opinions. But uh, Atlanta Falcons seem like the likely landing spot right now. Justin, what are your feelings? I love that Navy story. That is... Look, that that's just so cool from a story perspective. Maybe it's the media and us a little bit, but wouldn't that be just so cool? It's almost like Harbaugh when he went to Michigan, right? There's ties with Michigan, and now he left Michigan and went to Oh, Chargers. yeah, they, they interview him during the Army-Navy game. You know, he's sitting there rooting for Navy. Everybody knows it. He would love to do that. That would and be so – what a great smiling. story overall. Right. Yes, he smiled. That's how much he loves Navy. That's what yeah. I'm saying he should go back. I mean, I, I honestly never thought about that, and that's like a way better story because, honestly, at this point, I feel like he's just trying to exist in the NFL. Like, if he's interviewing for jobs, he's just trying to stick around. Uh, and sticking around isn't really... I don't like... think he's sticking around. I think he's he's trying to go somewhere and win. He doesn't like losing. Can you win on the Falcons? I just, I just I... don't... I don't... There's not a fit out there for me that, right. like, a team that Bill Belichick can go into... The you Falcons, know who would be good? The, the environment in Atlanta is fun. He is I've inherently been... not a fun person just by looking at him. <laughs> New England, like New England was all business. Are you going to sit there and watch Bill Belichick stand there and scowl on the sidelines with his ripped apart paper shredder hoodie and ludicrous dangling from the ceiling? Well, <laughs> like listen, it's... I'm telling you, I think he can have a little bit more fun than you give him credit to. When Randy Moss was on the Patriots, he invited them to their dress-up Halloween party at Roller Rink, and Bill Belichick showed up Randy as a fully-dressed pirate. 
Oh, oh that man. side note, one of my new favorite things has just been watching like Randy Moss's teammates in different podcasts tell stories about him. The guy is an absolute gem. Absolute yep. gem. You wouldn't like by looking at him, like he just pretty straight faced, you know what I mean? Business. But, All business. Like on Edelman's podcast, give it a listen sometime. It's he's a <laughs> Edelman had a funny clip when him and Gronk did, Oh, we're retired NFL players. We'll start a podcast. Like yeah, that 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 Sorry, that made me think of that. We're retired Edelman. NFL players. We still keep it jacked. <laughs> the Edelman, different character too. Good, funny that you say that. But uh, with Bill, I- I'm going to just throw – I love – because I love throwing wrenches. I don't think this is going to be, but I thought this was funny because today I read how the – we're going to talk about the Bills. This will be a good transition for the Bills. Maybe we'll talk about the Bills first when it comes – before we get into the championship games. I know we're talking about the divisional games briefly. But so after we're done this point, we'll transition to the Bills and the Chiefs. I read today from The Athletic, credited places, mind you, saying should the Bills, not that they are, should the Bills move on from McDermott? Look, we'll answer coaching things and Bills things. But you're talking about fit. You're talking about win now. You're talking about building a system and a team, a culture. I'm not criticizing McDermott. Is there a chance that the Buffalo Bills are a secret little background talking to Bill Belichick? Absolutely not. Not a chance in hell. Would he not be the a fit in Buffalo though? Would he pedigree? No, you don't think so. Buffalo wouldn't have him. Absolutely not. Not a chance. That city would imagine that. Imagine that. The story, the Bills, the Patriots, you got to love it. You, I think that'd be a great story. It won't happen, but it'd be funny. I think I think a more reasonable and interesting to me is that Vrabel is still out there and there's not much materializing on that front. Like I think I saw you interviewed at the Panthers today, why he'd want to be involved in that shit show. No. no. Maybe why? Well, he wants a head coaching job. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But that owner <laughs> seems like a fucking lunatic. That was it, Tepper or whatever? Like the guy. Who's the guy that threw beer at guys? Is that the guy throwing, that threw beer? Throwing drinks at fans. That's right. That's the guy. <laughs> like I guess he made the coach come up after every loss to his booth there and like explain why they lost to him. Like, well, we lost because we have no fucking players on the team that are good. Think of it this um, way: you drafted Bryce Young and you could have had C.J. Stroud. Well, and that's just it. Like we wanted, you know, I, I would, I wanted, I wouldn't have drafted C.J. Stroud. I'm yeah, I'm but, I've always been very anti Ohio State quarterback in an NFL draft. Doesn't doesn't sound like anyone that the owner of the Panthers paid to give him the opinion wanted to draft uh, Bryce Young either. But so uh, here we are, fellas. Okay, rich, rich guys be richin'. Yeah, the, the coaching carousel is going to continue to be fun next week. I'm sure we might even have more news. I I don't know. Maybe it won't be till after the season. Might have to be some bonus in the pocket segments as the off season goes in. Who knows? But I feel like a Bill Belichick decision must be close to imminent, like to to happen. And it does seem like the Falcons are the front runner there. But there's some more coaches to be determined where they go. But I know one coach that isn't leaving a certain team, and that's Mike Tomlin. And while he walked out on a conference and still announces, I love it. Steeler, black and through. I love it. Love it. Black, yellow, and through. Unbelievable. Now, transition to the Bills. Dave McCaig here with EJ Russell, Justin Heichel, the Game Sports Podcast, powered by 91N. This segment sponsored by, due to being in the pocket segment, of course, Sports Center Bar and Grill, Susie Ontario's best sports bar. It was a great weekend of football. It, it, it was. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like Saturday. Wow, people are going to like say why. Uh, I, I I was more, inter- let me rephrase, I was more entertained by Sunday than I was Saturday because of the teams involved. That 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 Not because Taylor Swift, not because of the Lions, not because Jason Kelsey ripping his shirt off, dances. I love it. I love, Sunday was just a vibe for me because Sunday got up, to give everyone my life story, cleaned up the house a little bit, walked the dog, did my some things my day, got in the afternoon, watched the Lions and the Buccaneers. Then after the Lions Buccaneers, you're watching the Bills and you're watching the Chiefs. You're watching Jason Kelsey drink with Bills Mafia and guys jumping off of snow piles through fire tables. Love it. Then after you watch the Bills and you watch the Chiefs, another hockey reference, I watched the Leafs and Kraken that night uh, from 9 o'clock, and then I went to bed. What a great day of sports. Saturday, don't get me wrong, you had the Niners and uh, the Packers, and obviously you had the Ravens and the Texans and... 
that game was boring. I, I was I expected a little Cinderella story, but no Cinderella stories are happening. Then you look at Jordan Love. Why'd you throw the football that way at the end? I, questions, questions, questions. The expected teams are supposed to win did win. The conspiracy theory is still active, both the colors of the Super Bowl match and the Ravens and Niners, the, the, all that going on. Saturday's football was still enjoyable to watch. At a dinner party on Saturday and I ended up watching the Niners and Green Bay Packers while I was on. I liked it. I thought the Packers game and the Niners game was exciting. It had me at the end going, but the Ravens game was, nope, not enjoyable. Uh, so I want you guys to pick your poison where you want to go about reacting. Uh, I think we know where it's going to invade this. And I maybe I should start, actually. Uh, Lions. Let's start with the – actually, you know what? I said we'd start with the Bills because of a transition. I'll let somebody else go with the Lions or I'll just come back to it after. The Bills. The Bills lose to the Chiefs again. Um, not only does that ruin our Pick'em League a little bit and the standings a little bit, I'm sure EJ has a big grin on his face because of the Pick'em. Uh, but that aside, the Bills, the wind was blowing right. Right? They get a kick. Get, the kick went that way. The, the Chiefs pull out a dub. And truly, at the beginning of the opening drive of that game, I thought the Bills were in one. Like, they were just a different animal in the opening of that game. But it's like Mahomes did what Mahomes does. Kansas City did what they did. And it's like they just contained the Bills. And then they just found a way to win. Justin, if you want to take that game away, any reaction? That's uh, Bills fans, before I go to Justin, I'm going to tell you something. I want you to come here for a second. From a sports fan that cheers for Toronto sports. Can't relate as a Steelers fan. I've seen a lot. Of, I've seen a couple Super Bowls. A little jab there for you. I I want to say to you, I am so sorry for your loss. I actually mean this from the bottom of my heart. I am so, so sorry. Seeing fans cry in the stands, it makes me more sad than Cowboys fans. I don't really feel bad that end. I feel bad I'm for Bills Cowboys fans. fans. I feel bad for Bills fans. Oh, I am so sorry that's all that's all i gotta say hi go to you you want to listen to something entertaining listen to the korean call of the missed field goal <laughs> yes i saw yes. that like he it called is, it it is breathtakingly hilarious and like you can like, the guy's voice just deflates like as the people in the stands did and i mean it <laughs> Kind of, kind of unclassy by the Buffalo fans firing all the snowballs at the Chiefs players and uh, everything else. But... Don't like that. Don't like that. That was bullshit. Don't like that. That was a bad call. I, 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 mean, I don't. Want, I won't retract my story. My sorry for you, but that's bad to do. I, I mean, I understand. I understand where the fans are coming from. That's a heartbreaker again uh, in Buffalo. But the positive there being is that at least you're not Cowboys fans. Um. <laughs> like there's there's that at least buffalo fans you guys um you're hardy you shoveled your own stadium out love it um you know that's twice twice. i feel it twice yeah i feel i honestly i feel bad for you that's that's a rough way to go uh i went through one of those back in the day uh when vanderjet decided to get paid off and kick it sideways into the stands Yikes. Uh, so the Steelers could go to the Super Bowl and Jerome Bettis could win one in his hometown of Detroit. Low key scripted. Um, but uh, yeah, whatever. You know, Is there. the NFL that... scripted? Just kidding. We won't get into that right uh, now. <laughs> no, that's that's just my little job there. Sucks to be a Buffalo fan, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what you get out of that Buffalo Chiefs rivalry there. I mean, that heartbreakers. It's, it was either going to be a heartbreaker for the Chiefs fans, and you're going to have to see Taylor Swift all sad in the booth, or it's going to be a heartbreaker for Buffalo fans. And I think, uh, I don't know, just seems to be the way it goes in Buffalo. EJ. Uh, I want to give a lot of praise to the Green Bay Packers for really giving it, giving her hell against the San Francisco 49ers and forcing right. them to come back and get a win. And yeah, it absolutely sucks to lose the game the way that you did. You know, I also have to take into consideration you missed a kick in that game that would have resulted in you being tied going into overtime. And in overtime, I like Green Bay's odds against the Niners because they got nothing to lose there, you know. Um, Green Bay, lots lots to be proud of this year. Uh, you made it into the playoffs. You snuck your way in. You got a victory against a top-tier offense. I will not call the Cowboys a top-tier team because somehow they magically find a way to blow it in the playoffs, as always. But uh, 
Yeah, heck of a year from the Packers. Lots to be happy about. And I'll tell you what, I didn't think that Jordan Love was going to be this good this quickly. But uh, Green Bay, you look like you got yourself in a good situation going forward. I love Jordan Love. I do. I think it. I, I'm saying that as a – I don't mean that as a pun. I, I honestly don't. I just think he's a very good young quarterback. And you think you move on. Look at the look at the background with Green Bay, right? You had Brett Favre. Then when he left, it was Aaron Rodgers. Right. And there was some, there was a little bit of doubt when Aaron Rodgers started. There was like, you know, you drafted him, you're, you high pick, you know, you're thinking this is a there was suspicion, right? Look what happened. It worked out. It did. You won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. So obviously it worked out. Jordan Love, this kid looks like the real deal. I'm not saying he's gonna be like a Tom Brady for you and win you multiple Super Bowls, but he might. He might. He's a guy who who could lead you to a Super Bowl. Okay. And that's that that that's optimism for the Packers fans. I know it's hard to take little wins in sports because it didn't it didn't end up winning, but take the little wins. And this year you went above. You didn't made the playoffs, and so no one thought you were even going to be relevant. Not only did you make the playoffs, you made it past the first round. You went to the second round, and you gave the Niners, arguably the best all around team currently still going, a good run for their money. And Nothing but like love. Look like a Green Bay quarterback to me. That's. Uh... I mean, you, you win well some, you lose some. That that toss was a heartbreaker, but uh-huh. number four did a lot of those too. And sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. But fuck, you have fun watching every single time. So, I even think number twelve did that a few times. Uh, more number four, but number twelve also did that a couple. Yeah, times. number four would own it though. Yeah, he would. <laughs> number twelve won't own it. So he have his muscle shirt on and wouldn't own it. I want to give love to the Lions before we can. I think it'll be a good transition for us to go. And not that we don't love the Texans, Ravens, or anything like that, but that game. The first half was good. Second half, not I, so I don't love the Ravens. They they yeah. can eat a bag of dicks. I I going to the the Lions. I think the Buccaneers gave them a little bit of a scare, right? In terms of maybe this game shouldn't have been where it was, but let's relax a second here. The Buccaneers are actually, they beat the Eagles. I know the Eagles were cold going into the playoffs, but still a football, that's a Super Bowl built team, the Eagles. I'm sorry, I'll still say it. They have a good team there. The Buccaneers shut them down in Tampa. Baker Mayfield, who was a former Brown quarterback, former backup quarterback, goes into the Buccaneers and they believed in him and gave him a chance. Good little story there, but they're still a good football team. All right, that's why they're there. The Lions, something about the Lions and seeing the energy at Ford Field. Mm, love it. it. It's like Goff, this whole thing with Goff, he's, he fits Campbell's system so well, it feels like. And ever since week eight of last year, it's like Goff got out of bed because he had those that streak of no interceptions, if everybody remembers, for a long time. It went into the season. It's like he woke up and went, I am the Jared Goff that made the Super Bowl. Mind you, the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched between the Rams and Patriots, but he made it there. There's quarterbacks that would beg to be in his position, right? Patrick Mahomes, who is ever since he's been a starter, has made it to the at least the championship game, if not won a Super Bowl, made it to the Super Bowl. Jared Goff is a is a like a, so good in the pocket, so smart, and his his off Gibbs runs the football so well. That offensive line protects him very well. That defensive side of the football, it's like when you watch that Lions team, and I don't mean to not give credit to the Buccaneers. They were good all around. I think they overachieved this year as well, like the Packers did. Heck, even the Steelers did. But the Lions team, you just watch something, you see that energy. It's like you see, I don't like to quote a baseball movie, but that halo effect, Angels on the field. If anyone remembers that game, it's kind of like when you watch that team. Are you, you referencing s- Angels in the Outfield, the fictional movie? That's it. Thank you very much. Yes, it's, like, yes, yes. it's like when you watch that team, it's like you get this, this feeling about them. They just have that in them this year. They got that dog in them. They got that animal in them, right? They got, the, that, they got that, 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 that angel in them. I uh, whoever wants to take this before we talk about this week's games, uh, I'll let you guys argue about it. Um, the I think the Lions, the game was closer than maybe they it seemed, or you know, Lions fans had a little bit of nerves. But credit zone, Buccaneers a good team. The Lions though were the better team, that's why they won. But again, I feel like the Lions were able to control that game and win a game in Lions style. That's that's what I think, and it was great to see at Ford Field. Whoever wants to take the the rest from there. I mean, to me, I think the 
maybe the beauty of the Lions offense, and I, I don't I have no idea if this is true or not, but it doesn't seem like the offense runs through Dan Campbell at all, aside from like we're going through it on fourth down or you know, something like that. But it seems like it's just Jared Goff and like the offensive coaches that kind of make the calls on what's happening on offense. And maybe that's why it seems a little more seamless out on the field. Like there's just not a head coach interjecting his opinion in there on what we should be doing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly have no idea. It just seems like the play call, everything on the field is happening pretty quick out there when the Lions are on offense. Yeah, it's it's smooth. It's it's fun to watch right now. That's it's, well, it's... They're, they're the epitome of their head coach is a team, right? When he got hired, he's, you know, when you knock us down, we're going to get back up. We're going to kick you in the teeth. We're going to take a kneecap, as he famously said. But this team, any time that the Raven or excuse me, that the Lions get punched, you're right. Somebody goes out and they score on them. The Lions have done a great job in these playoffs are coming back and answering. Oh, and then they get a quick break and then boom, they answer again. These lines are doing a great job of continuing to build off of what the game is allowing them to do, right? If you get scored on, you got to go out and score, and they're doing that. Hey, we got to stop now. We got to score. They're going and doing that, and they're doing it in a gritty fashion, just like Dan Campbell said they would. 100%. And I, I watched the video today, and if listeners are watching the video not or not hearing our show, they're watching, they see me bend and move. I had to pour a nice drink, okay? It's, it's, uh, I need to pour a drink. When I have a podcast, there's multiple reasons why I have a drink. So I actually had to pour a nice one today uh, for this one for multiple reasons. Justin and EJ know the reason. Uh, besides, besides that, um, getting on point again, uh, the, I saw a video today, and it was of Dan Campbell when he first got shown the practice facility, and he got shown Ford Field and the offices, and he got shown everything, and he was hugging um, the owner. Well, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Her name Sheila, I believe is her name. Um, very wealthy woman <laughs> she's related to henry ford that's all uh that's all i need to say the inventor it doesn't matter that emotion that he had right from that first press conference and we talked about it on this podcast when that happened like when he got hired by the lions we were loving that energy that he brought and that, the first couple of years the lions were like mm, i don't know if it's gonna work but i'm glad they believed in him the guy that is pure lion through and through he's faithful he wants to win with this team he's bought into it the players have bought in and the patience has paid off and good transition here we got the the nfc the afc the championship games and the lions are a part of it they're part of the final four the last time they made this was 1991 and they lost to the washington i'll say it the the Everybody knows, pauses, they were called the Washington Redskins at that time. Okay. Uh, um, now they're called the Washington Commanders. Uh, so th- I'm going by history and actually quoting what they were called at that current point. Obviously, the name has changed. Exact stats, 1981, they lost to Washington. Uh, and the last time they've won was 1966. And I'm not, I don't have any stats up to say. I'm going by just by pure memory with that. Uh, that they've won. It wasn't a Super Bowl. It was that they won an NFL championship. They never won a Super Bowl. I think it's Am I wrong? 1957 is the last time they won an NFL championship. It was against the Cleveland Browns. Yikes. Well, thank you for fact-checking me right on the spot. I, well, I didn't have to check that, bro. Locked <laughs> it locked. Like, so besides my point, they haven't been there for 30-plus. They haven't won in 50-plus. You know, there, there, there's, there's a time, right? Um and time might be now. And Hike, I want to pass it over to you because it's pick'em time, and we'll talk about the pick'ems, and we'll talk about this weekend's upcoming games. Yeah, let's talk about. It. I'm excited about this. He is muted though, so before we could uh, let him talk, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> he's giving us suspension. Yeah, there it is. All right. Uh, so, um, yeah, things kind of uh, went haywire last weekend. Uh, so we have, uh, no one's, we're no longer tied. Uh, EJ's uh, in first. My chub is miles long, uh, with 177 <laughs> in first place. Sure is. Uh, Hikes picks in second with 175 and, uh, Steelers nation also in second with 175, uh, is where we're at. Um, so, uh, we'll see. Uh, I think, uh. This is the That's week. The, this is this yeah. determines it. Yeah, this is uh, this is the make them or break them week here, fellas. You guys gotta get. You both have to get both, and I have to get None. at least one. I have to get. I have to get at least one to win. Yeah, if I get one, it's over. 
So if you could just forget your picks this week. Dude, I locked them in on Monday. <laughs> I think we have different picks. So I think we have different picks. picks in each one. And I actually hey, I, kind of – I got them locked in. EJ, yeah. you're first and first right now. I want you to say who goes first because I, I got my two. Um, I actually didn't have the scores locked in for some reason, but I had my picks. Uh, I'll fill that in as I talk. Uh, but you pick. Sorry, well, yeah, I got my scores out? filled. No, no, I got my scores filled in, so we'll let you go first, and you can play it by ear, and then I'll let you throw it to wherever you want. Okay, hi. Did I cut you off? Did you have anything else to add about the pick'em? I feel like I might have cut you off. You good? No, no, it was uh, it was a You're pretty good. pretty easy week. Pretty easy week to summarize. Yeah. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do our pick'em, and then after we do our pick'em, we will of course uh, talk about the games because it's only two games. So we'll we'll talk about them briefly before we wrap up the show. We're about forty minutes in. Usually the show is about an hour long, but we're gonna keep it reasonable this time. My goodness, we actually might do it. That's the first for the game. Uh, the picks. Oh, I hope EJ has different picks. Uh, I really hope because I want to tie him, and I don't. I feel like I do. I'm optimistic. I am picking so Kansas City, Baltimore. I am picking the Chiefs over the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the reason why I'm picking the Chiefs over the Ravens is because the script will continue. Let me give you a reason. Quote unquote. We will not tolerate it. There's a blank space, and the Chiefs are the antiheroes. If you know what I'm talking about, you got it. Okay, I'm picking the Chiefs over the Ravens. Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. Lions pride, baby. You got to take the Lions in that game. I'm picking the Lions because I'm believing in the story. You're going to see the Lions in the Super Bowl. And I don't have a Lions jersey. I only got this jersey. Behind me, if you got video, you know what team it is. If you know what I cheer for. But I will find a Lions jersey. And I will support because I am supporting supporting. There's a difference between cheering and supporting. Supporting the Lions through this playoff run. Chiefs, Lions, book it. Lions, 49ers. This score is going to be tight. It's going to be nervous. It's going to be nervous if you're a Lions fan. It's going to be close. It's going to be throwing. There's going to be – it might go – you know what? It's going to go into overtime. It's going to go into overtime. You can't predict that on the score, so you know you can only predict the score. But I'm going to say it. It's going to go into overtime. It's going to come down to a field goal. It's going to come down to that one field goal, and it's going to be 28 20, – no, sorry, wow. That's not right. 27-24, Lions over the 49ers. I got that in a field goal. Chiefs-Ravens, it's going to look Lamar, – Lamar Jackson, you're good. You got it. But I'm picking Mahomes. is going to – throwing three TDs. Kelsey's getting another one this week. Pacheco's catching one and running one. I got the Chiefs getting this game 34-17, to 17, the Chiefs. Who's got the most points this week? Chiefs. Who's got the least? Obvious, because I said it there. The Ravens. Hey, I'm going to just go here real quick because, uh, Dave, I'm going to pop your bubble here. I also have the Lions being the 49ers. Son and it is very funny how you chose to predict that game because I also have the Lions winning in overtime, 27-24. to 24. <laughs> that is my exact prediction as well. That's why I like covered my face when you said it. I, exactly right. I you can't see. I don't know if you can see it, but no, you can't. Dead serious. <laughs> I'll screenshot it to you. But dead on twenty-seven to twenty-four. I do have the Lions taking that into overtime. I think they may have to come from behind uh, on the road. Uh, for Chiefs Ravens, I got the Ravens. I think there's no better player in football right now than Lamar Jackson. Uh, threw for two, ran for two last week. Uh, made things look easy. But like I said, I got Lions 27, Ravens 24, Chiefs 21, Ravens 28. Uh, Ravens most points, Chiefs the least. I think we're going to have some competitive games this week. Justin, before you go, I think if I go one and two, and so does – if EJ goes the one and does – it, does it it won't change anything. If right? I win if, one, no, it's but, over. But if I win yeah. both, I'm one behind them. And then the Super Bowl, if I get right and he picks the other team to win – then we'd be tied. It comes down to the tiebreaker. Oh, give me that. Give me that. I want all three of us to be tied at the end. I would love that. That'd be the best. You can't, we're, we, we don't script I'll this. Shit, this I'll shit true. myself if that happens. That's yeah. so cool. Right, if it's sorry, nice go. at the end, I'm going to bang my head on the wall. I'd love uh, it. I'd love it. So I've got, uh, for mine, I mean, I've got that Detroit. San Fran game close too. I've got the Lions taking that one. I've got Detroit 34, San Fran 31. 
Oh, so, I we'll mean, see. we're we'll we're see. all a field goal spread on that game. Yeah. Um, and then I've got Baltimore beating Kansas City because fuck the Chiefs. I mean, I'm just <laughs> so sick of the goddamn Chiefs. Let, let um, me guess, the Ravens are going to throw up 50 points? No, 45. <laughs> 45, Ravens, Kansas City, 27. Uh, most points this week, Baltimore, fewest points this week, Kansas City. That's where I'm at. What? A, oh. You're just an ass. You're just going for it. 45 points. You know, if it was a regular season game, Pike, I, I'd probably give you 45. That just doesn't happen very often in the playoffs. It's the Ravens. They're either going to put up 13 or 45. There's no in-between. Honestly, it's it, it's going to come down this week. I like how you mentioned the field goal. But one thing I'm excited to look at this week that's not able to bet on is how many times Jason Kelsey has his shirt off in, in uh, why am I talking about? Baltimore this week because he'll be there. Taylor will be there. Jason will be there. Kylie will be there. Brittany Mahomes will be wearing that Kristen Jurich, I can't say her last name, coat that they got customized, that Simone Bias also got. Uh, Biles, that's right. You got know her. more about these coats than I think even like entertainment shows. <laughs> he knows more about the coats than he does the stat lines of the game. The alg- algorithm of TikTok really helps, guys. Okay? It helps. We need to know that. For Why is show. fashion the first thing that comes across your TikTok? I get like golf videos and babes in bikinis that's so true I don't and then know. the game sports Football. podcast yeah i got like Maybe a bunch of like sales memes that come up and uh football stuff that's pretty well speaking of that i gotta talk to you about lights after i figure out maybe another money thing that come up today uh three thousand dollar lights i can help you spend it that's for sure yikes okay games the games this weekend uh i i think it would make sense for time to talk about uh, what I kind of want to do is I'll talk about the Chiefs Ravens and I want to give you to the Lions because I've already pumped up the Lions and I know Justin said quote unquote fuck the Chiefs. Uh, so I'll t- when, when it comes to the Chiefs and Ravens, I think what's going to be very prominent in this game is is maybe containing Lamar Jackson from the running side of the football. Uh, I, the Ravens truly are a team that can throw, they can run, they got good defense, good offense. They are a well built oil machine. They they. This this is a team that if you want to build a Super Bowl contender, as much as it pains me to say as a Steelers fan, this is the type of type of team you want to build. You got a very mobile quarterback who can also throw the football. I think what's going to really help the Chiefs win this football game, and it's very lame to say, but it's, I think very true, is experience. And it's the offensive side of the football again for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes needs to outduel Lamar Jackson, not just on the the running game because Mahomes isn't as big for that it's the throwing the football utilizing kelsey uh utilizing his offensive line to really get contained and throw those football and really hold down the clock in the game and throw those short passes get those completions eat the clock get pacheco to run the ball and get him to even catch the football that type of thing is what's going to keep baltimore ravens offense off the field the team that has the offense on the field less is going to win this game that's a very cliche thing to say and very obvious thing to say perhaps but not just by a slight amount, by an enormous amount. If you can stay on the field longer, hold down that clock, and really focus on getting and capitalizing on your points, if it's either a touchdown or a field goal, getting over 60% on your offensive drives, that will probably be the winner of this football game at the very least. But I think the Chiefs have a very big test here, but it always seems like when there is a test, there is something that they're able to contain to find a way to win the football game. Give them credit for that. EJ, I'll let you and Justin talk about the Lions a little bit. I may chime in before we end the show here on the Game Sports Podcast. We got the Lions. They're in the the championship game. The conference championship game, I should say that. <laughs> Allowed not the Super Bowl. Not yet. Uh, they, they got it in tough against the Niners. They got it tough. Yeah, I, I think that one of the things that the Lions are going to have to improve upon is their third down efficiency. They're 9-23 for 39 Uh, 0.13 percentage on thirds downs this year. Um, They're getting themselves into too many situations where they're relying on that third down to really continue drives regularly, right? I'd like to see him get some first downs more on first and second down. Um, Quit relying on that third. And even oftentimes, as we know, Dan Campbell is well known for going for it on fourth down. Um, you know, they're scoring almost 28 points a game in the playoffs right now. They're only giving up 23. I think that they're doing all of the right things and going in the right direction. 
The big storyline for me about the Lions and the Niners matchup is this. San Francisco 49ers are 8-1 and one in Brock Purdy's last nine starts. That is a difficult number to maintain up here. Okay. Also, the Lions are coming off of a really nasty loss to the Dallas Cowboys right at the end of their season. If you're going to ask me which two teams are a little more motivated, I'm going to go with the da- with with the Detroit Lions all day long here. And I love that they're coached by Dan Campbell. I love what he's done with that organization. The scariest thing for Lions fans is number 54. You have to know where Fred Warner is on the field at all times because if you make one mistake, he is going to make you pay. There are only a few guys in this league that when I line up against them, if I was a player – that I would honestly be worried about. Fred Warner is one of the names at the top of that list. Well, that, to, to me, I mean, I was going to say the exact same thing, going, but just about the Lions defense, the thing for me against the uh, the Bucks this weekend was that they, watching the Lions defense when they were on the field, they were able to disguise when Hutchinson was coming in hot an awful lot. That offensive line couldn't pick up that he was coming. I mean, you should know. You should know the defensive end is coming every fucking time. I mean, most defenses or all defenses aren't dropping their D end into coverage. Uh, but at times, they they sold it like Anzalone was coming through the line. They sold it like some of their other linebackers were coming through the line. And then the guys just peeled off into coverage. And Baker's looking at the opposite side of the field. And he's got Hutchinson making a home in his fucking ribcage again. Um, and I think... Purdy's a pretty good quarterback, uh, but I don't think his ability to read defenses is, you know, is is up there yet. I think, I think. Yeah, hey, but Detroit, every time somebody criticizes him, he goes out and he shows him. I I know, and I'm I'm scared to say it, but I like that Detroit defense. They've just been out scheming. Every time they, an offense seems to go, okay, come back out there with a fresh set of downs, and we we got something here, and no, one or two plays, and Hutchinson's got your quarterback on the ground again. Uh, yeah. and with if if Debo's not healthy, I mean that takes a huge dynamic piece out of the San Fran offense. So yep. it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think they match up pretty well, but like you said, the Fred Warner thing is an X factor. Um, and and honestly, what Lions secondary shows up is also going to be a huge one. Honestly, that that's such a good point, EJ. Sorry, will yeah. Debo will Debo play? Yeah. No. No. I, 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 sorry, this goes by just by media. Again, I've been this, getting 50-50 that he might. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, watching Debo this year a lot, and the reason is not just because of a sports podcast. I actually had him in fantasy this year. And if you're a Lions fan, I'll summarize it very simply. You don't want Debo play. That's it. You don't want Debo play. That's, that's, all, that's all I'll say, Debo. Niners score a lot more points when Debo's in the lineup. It doesn't matter what his stat line is. Just the fact that he's on the field, they score, I think, it's like 10 to 14 points more a game. Thank you. That's exactly confuse, what I read. You don't want to confuse one of your linebackers with Debo coming over the middle and open up for McCaffrey to come wide open in the second level. So Who can also catch a ball very good. <laughs> it's just, it's just, he's an interesting dynamic piece they have to their offense, and I mean, you hate him because he's not on your team, but you'd love him if he was on your team. That's and he can run the football. That's the other thing. If you're containing McCaffrey, you could do a little, little play. You know, little technical football play that you're throwing the handoff to Debo to run the ball to gain that five yards that you need on third down. You know, on well, you're normally on third down. You're not always running, but if you have Debo Samuel on your line with. McCaffrey, you can throw that play out there. There's just more plays, more things you have to observe. The defense is thinking more. So that puts pressure on the offensive line, or sorry, the offensive of the court of the Lions, such as Goff, to try to capitalize and keep up with that. Purdy has weapons. Purdy has a lot of weapons, but so does so does Goff. I I love the Gibbs Montgomery thing. I I I and then the um well, I don't know why I'm drawing a uh, Brown. Like they they got guys on the offensive. Sam Laporta, Pro Bowler this Laporta. year. Laporta, you know who I see, and you're not going to like this, but I see like a little miniature Travis Kelsey and Laporta. Sorry, that's not cool there. I know Kelsey's talked about enough here, but when I not because of the number, that that's a, a slight reflection, but I just feel like Laporta's the build a is a deal. lot like Kelsey. Yes, yes, I see a lot of. It's like another Iowa tight end that happens to yeah, be good, like crazy. Kittle and Hawkinson. Wow, Kittle. 
there's another one, Kittle, playing the opposite side of the field that that game, right? So there's another guy we can't think about either that you can't count out. If you don't have the, the capability of giving the ball to McCaffrey or throwing it to Debo if he plays or throwing it elsewhere, you can throw the ball to Kittle. The the the, the weapons are limitless. And he can block. He loves the block. I'm very interested to see what Campbell does, the defense, offensive coordinator, defense, what they all do, but how they contain. But I, I think what's a good advantage in this game, and maybe people are thinking about it and they're not, Goff has made the Super Bowl before. Purdy is still a young guy. Look, experience will always outweigh, and I, I've been a never believer of that when I was young especially, but since I am getting trending in this direction more, I'm starting to see when you see the older quarterbacks in the pocket and you see the older quarterbacks contain the football game and really hold that pressure. I think Goff can do it. Goff can beat Purdy, and that's the big thing in this game. Can the Lions O-line beat the Niners O-line? If Debo's playing, I don't have faith. I don't. I truly don't. But you can never count out the Lions team because this team is surprised through and through, and they've battled and they've won tight games they've won blowout games they've lost games that they've built off of this team is just uh, like a game of minesweeper flags you don't know what team you're going to get when you hit that button the bomb might go off or you might hit the water who knows what team you're going to get but hopefully this game that you get you get both water and bomb because that's what you're going to need to play against the, the 49ers any final thoughts fellas around the horn before we wrap up closing the show one second Bombs away, man. I love it you like that? Yeah, I don't know why I thought of Minesweeper flags. I was watching old videos today and I saw like... Also in Minesweeper, you might be playing it wrong because if you pay attention, Dave, it tells you kind of where to click. <laughs> Never pay attention. I watched, was watching it's old videos today on social media. 1990s kid comes home in 2001 after school and the guy comes home, he's on his big, thick computer and then you're... Like the MSN messenger and the... The ICQ sound, and he got LimeWire downloading that song from Usher. He had Usher giving, on giving your computer guitar. aids. Literally, LimeWire. What's the other one called? I forget. There was uh, there was there was Napster. There was LimeWire, and then there was Kaza or Kaza, yeah, whatever. Kaza, Kaza, yeah. and the guy that owned Napster was what's his name with Facebook? Sean Parker. Uh, Love it. Yeah, Napster. Like, if you ever had the privilege of using Napster back in the day, it was like it was awesome. the cat's ass. Wasn't it? Was it? Awesome. Unintended oh. there. Do you ever the member download logo? your black your blank CD? You they download the music on you. You had to go to Dollar Dude, I still Rama. Have a CD book somewhere in this house. Yeah, I got <laughs> mine in the CDs. <laughs> I've got my book of burnt CDs and then my book of burnt DVDs. Dude, yes. I don't have a DVD player or a CD player. Everything that I have is Bluetooth. I don't mean to sound no. I just when I bought this house, Bougie. I bought a few things. I know oh, yeah. when I bought a few things, it was all digital. So I, I, I upped my TV and everything. <laughs> I, got, I got the VHS DVD combo out in the garage. So mm. I've got uh, a couple of good. I got weekend on VHS. I will have to dig up from my parents' house the original box set. Original OG Star Wars trilogy. I had it all on VHS with the director's oh, cut, the director's ooh. commentary before the DJ. movie. Oh yeah, buddy. Put that on like, back in Saran wrap, dude. Put that back in Saran wrap. Whatever the hell needs to be oh, done. Boxes, that boxes, shit up. Those boxes <laughs> are all beat up. You know how many times I've watched them movies, man. I got uh, grounded a lot as a kid. Which one's your favorite? Doesn't matter. Which one's your favorite one? I was gonna say. I was gonna say, but uh, Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Or Empire Strikes Back. They're I'm an Empire dope. Strikes Back person. Empire's yeah. pretty dope. Empire's All hard three. to get around. It's but Return of the Jedi, there. I just I like the Ewoks. The first two, or should I, or sorry, the last two, or should I say episode five and six, or two and three? No, whatever we want to look at it. <laughs> whatever we want to look at, those were. It's hard to choose, right? The, the first, obviously, the all first three, one. just all three in all succession. Three. Boom, give me them. Okay. That's funny that we talk about now. I like I am a sad man. All that stuff, everything was – even the Leafs were good at that point. The Steelers the first, were not that good. but One of the first burn CDs I ever got, I was in like 7th or 8th grade, and I had my buddy put the track from uh, a South Park movie on there. Some of you may be familiar with the song called Uncle Fucker. And my parents got a hold of this CD and hit play, and the first Uh-oh. thing you hear is, shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. <laughs> Oh my God! Did that CD get cracked in half before I could even blink? 
So much Man. trouble. See, I, think I, the, the I intro remember that track song. on mine was uh, Kyle's mom's a bitch. Yeah, there's so another one. A, yep, that's a good classic. There, Stacy's mom was another one on mine that was up there. I was a big uh, fan oh. of the one, uh, you know, the track called "Blame Canada." I like yeah, that one. That's, that's that. going to go well on this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> it's a go. It, it's a go to in my in my household on a daily basis. So, is also the one the use of the word "fuck." The use of the F word is a funny, funny song thing that I always added on my CD. My parents actually listened to it and they laughed. They laughed. They kept the CD, but they laughed. Mine did not laugh. <laughs> my parents, I love my parents. I'll say flat out Dave Sr. Enos is my mom's name. She's Italian. Okay. Enos says I say it in Italian. They didn't know what Grand Theft Auto was. They bought me GTA 3 when it came out. <laughs> That's all I got to say. They didn't know until I almost finished the game about what it was. Okay. Uh, so my parents were doomed as soon as they bought me GTA 3 after that. They said, well, looks like we got to let this kid do whatever the hell he wants to do with CDs because he's already heard all this shit. He's got an older sister who listens to Biggie Smalls and Tupac. So I was already I was already doomed. I was already doomed. So when Napster and LimeWire came there, the amount of viruses I probably downloaded on that big computer, the Dell computer that was... I can't even put it on the camera because it's so Yeah, wide. Dave, I'm sure it was the music. It wasn't at all the pornography you're downloading. <laughs> no comment taken here. Uh, I take the fifth. Uh, that, that aside, tell us. How are you going to plead the fifth? That's an American law, you idiot. <laughs> I am Canadian. I am pleading the fifth. As, a, as, a, as a, My sister is American. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I don't know why I thought pleading the fifth. I thought that would be funny. Speaking of old nostalgic things, I don't. I don't know. Um, these drinks are going down nicely. Yeah, I was going to say you should probably put that last fifth down right. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not familiar with the Canadian Bill of Rights. Can you recite the first ten amendments for me? I don't actually. I don't. I can't recite them for you. I can't. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't do it. I know people are going to look at that down below and chirp me for it. But that's fine. That's why we have interaction here. This has been the Game Sports Podcast. It's been fun. It's been our. This is usually what we allow for the total of the show. So we actually are within time today. This is usually with my intro. That's twenty minutes and in the pocket. We're we're doing good. Didn't I'm you happy with time. Done at eight o'clock, so you could watch the hockey game tonight. Yeah, well, I got it on the background. Oh, TV's off. I didn't know the TV actually oh, turned off. They're playing yeah, the fifth. Say, like the, the second's gonna, the third's gonna start here soon. I'd like to get out to the garage. So. <laughs> we'll let that happen, fellas. Justin, thank you very much as always. Next week when we come here, we will have an episode. Um, will we? Actually, no. Yeah. Hold on, no time out. We you don't want to recap next week? That's right, recap. We'll usually figure it out. Yeah, we, TBD. Usually we don't do a show until the Super Bowl preview show, which is the week after. But yeah, we'll maybe we'll change show. that. We'll do a recap show next week. That's totally fine with me, um, fellas. Uh, Justin, thank you very much as always for coming on, chatting football the entirety of the show. Oh no, no problem. Maybe next week we'll do a bloopers show. There we go. I've probably got a few bloopers from this show. EJ, my friend, all the way, Escanaba, selling cars. Your team was eliminated. My team was eliminated. Justin's didn't make it. That's not a jab, Justin. Um, I just mean it, that we have no dogs in the race. But I think it's fair to say, excuse me, that we are all in support of the Detroit Lions. Is that a thing? Are we all supporting the Lions? I believe <laughs> EJ is not supporting the Ravens. We can confirm no, that. You're right Chiefs. about that. And the Chiefs. He's not. He's not. Also, unless you are. Why would I not? Travis are you Kelsey from Travis Kelsey's from Cleveland. Why would I not support the Cleveland? Oh Ravens? shit! Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Awesome. Cleveland Heights. I need to get Jason on this podcast somehow, some way. That's almost harder than getting Paul Bissonette. If you can get a hold of him, just tell him that one of the guys on your podcast is best friends with Rollin Hanna, and that might help us. Rollin Hanna is my buddy that knew them growing up. Oh, my God. EJ, I might use that. I'm not kidding you, man. I'm not kidding. <laughs> but as EJ, thank you very much for coming on as always, my friend. Happy to it's be here. All, it's always good. Till next week, TBD with a Wednesday show. It seems like no, we'll have one. Uh, the, for the remaining of the content for the Game Sports Podcast, check out a recent episodes of the Game Sports Podcast. It's been Dave McCake with EJ Russell, Justin Heichel. One in Escanaba, one in Sioux, Ontario. The other in Sioux, Ontario. Big football weekend. Going to be cheering, supporting whatever team we want to. I know I'll be cheering, supporting the Lions, of course. It'd be great to see, of course. And 
make the show a little bit more interesting next week as well for ratings and views. But besides all that exciting week of football, we hope you enjoyed it. We also hope you enjoyed this entire segment being about football. Men talk about football for an hour. It's not as easy as people may think it is, but it is easy for us because we've been around since 2016. If you want to have this content continue through your channels, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. 91N, that's 91N platform on YouTube or on TikTok, Instagram. EJ showed you where it was. Okay, simple, at The Game Sports Podcast. Fun fact, another reason why we changed the name from the Game Sports Show to the Game Sports Podcast, people were having a problem searching sports show together. They would put the Game Show. We're not called the Game Show. The Game Sports Podcast. Search us. We are there. Fellas, again, thank you. Thank you to all the listeners. I'm here to remind you, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.